Hi, and welcome to Leading with Style, a podcast about how fashion can unlock your style, ignite your confidence, and bring you more success in your fabulous life. My name is Libby Alloway, and for over three decades, I've loved working in the worlds of fashion and business. I'm a personal stylist, business mentor, public speaker, TV presenter, author, and most particularly, I'm on a mission to bring increased confidence to women through the transformative power of fashion and reconnecting you with the most important person in the room, you. You'll hear my personal style advice and hear from incredible women in leadership about how they rose to the top, stood out from the rest, and created success through leading with style. I'm so glad you've joined me. Let's get started. Well, today I am super excited because we are joined by the very fabulous Sarah Lloyd, who is an Australian fashion designer. Sarah and I met many years ago at a networking event, actually, and we've been friends and colleagues ever since, which has been fantastic. And Sarah is a Sydney-based fashion designer, and she has the most beautiful, timeless designer pieces for the style-conscious woman of today. She's super focused on designing and manufacturing right here in Australia and has a strong passion for ethical production and sustainability. The label's signature aesthetic embodies sophistication with a focus on quality and classic design. And I can attest to that because I wear it and I love it. It's my absolute go-to. Sarah will talk about my white jacket, but I've just worn that to absolute death. But before focusing on design, Sarah worked with leading fashion designers, gaining industry experience and an understanding of the lifestyle needs of the modern Australian woman. Her passion is to create confidence through a beautiful selection of timeless foundation styles. As I said, I love Sarah's pieces and I love bringing my clients into Sarah's studio. And Sarah's going to share with us today her unique philosophy on fashion, but also how she actually sells her product and how you can get that beautiful product into your wardrobe because it's quite a unique way. So Sarah, let's dive in and welcome and hello. Thank you, Libby. Hello, Libby. That was just a beautiful introduction. Well, it's all you. It's all you. So Sarah, well, the listeners how we can purchase your product and how you've built your business model around the actual unique way of selling your product. Thanks, Libby. So much like yourself, before going into design, I actually was a personal stylist and I used to take women shopping and that was sort of one of the key reasons that I really ventured into design. Um, Touching on one of the aspects, I sort of found that when I take someone shopping, there was no such thing as one size fits all. So part of my brand or part of my product, there are ready to wear aspects to it, but I love doing made to order and custom made pieces. So I invite women to come into the studio and basically look at their lifestyle needs, see, look at their shape and then really design pieces, obviously with a timeless and classic aesthetic, um, really to fit the woman. Um, that comes to me and as I said touching on their lifestyle needs sometimes you know you'll recognize fashion pieces come or go or you're taking someone out there and just isn't really quite that piece you haven't found that piece that you know in your heart of hearts as a stylist that's going to be knockout for them so even as a designer I guess I still fuse my sensibility if you call that as a stylist with my design aesthetic really to create or bring something to my client or customer that gives them that confidence and it makes them feel, I guess, more like them and um, special. 
And what I love about what you do and what I do, we both follow the same philosophy that it's not about getting dressed, it's about building confidence. And mm. what you offer, the ability for your clients to come into your gorgeous studio that looks like something out of the Hamptons, I think, come into your gorgeous studio and get styled one-on-one by the designer herself, who has been a stylist in the past. And that is a unique opportunity for customers to build on your experience because so many people are designers, but they don't understand the actual body shapes and the needs of Australian women. And so your process of inviting people in one-on-one styling, how does that work? So we come into the studio by ourselves or is it a like? So look, uh, look at times, more often than not, my main focus is to help the woman. I do prefer a one-on-one, which is probably 90% of the women that come to see me. They want that individual attention. I do get girlfriends bringing a friend along. Tomorrow night I've got a group of four, which is always fun, which goes a little longer. But it is really (laughs) just delving into um, where are you at in your lifestyle. Much of what you would do as a stylist, are you a stay-at-home mum, you're going back to work, what are your what are your needs? And then obviously there's a, a measure always when women come to me, we'll do your measurements. And but again, as a stylist, I just found there wasn't really that standard. I'm a standard eight, I'm a standard ten, and so on. A lot of women, you know, they'll be could be a size ten top and a fourteen or sixteen bottom and finding yeah. that perfect dress or jumpsuit or whatever. You know, it's quite challenging. So that's where I really found the discord when I was styling and obviously loved fashion, but I was like, geez, this what we see is really just a lot of the time it's for the catwalks and it wows us and we love magazines. I was obsessed with magazines and did do editorial, but just the way that fashion sometimes just doesn't translate into the real world. So I do love um, providing that offering to women. I mean, obviously it's a bonus if someone comes in and they are standard. When we say standard, yeah. it's, you know, 14 top and a 14 bottom and it's just like, wow. We've, you know, I feel like I've won the lotto when that happens, but more often than not, we're not. Like we're, we're all very unique. And I think that's first and foremost what I love about, um, you know, having a showroom where I can facilitate that service for women and find out more, a little bit more about them and then just catering, you know, colour palettes and fabrics to ultimately what's going to make them, again, feel, you know, feel amazing. So they can come in and look at your collection, which you've got, like you've got samples there and then they can choose the colours and the styles and the fit and they can mix and match all their fabrics yep. as they go. Yeah. It's such a great So I, I do have, so I have ready to wear. So some women will come in, Sarah, I love the, you know, the Duchess of Sussex blazer and black and I go bang, okay, there you go, out you go. And then they might come to me, you know what, so I really love that blazer. I've lived in it. Now I'm I'm presenting for this, this and this next week. I want um, something bright. And we'll talk about my production process later in Australia May because I don't mass produce at all. But um, they might want a signature colour like a bright coral, like a flame red. And so then I'll do what I call a made-to-order piece for that. Or they can look at other fabrics and silks if they've got special occasions. But I do sort of cater to... Um, a handful of what I call classic shapes, which for me, when I design the classic shapes, I do try to think, Libby, will my client wear this in five, 10 or 15 years time? So that longevity in the piece um, Mm -hmm. or in the design itself. And then as I said, we just change the fabric or change the collar or they might want a particular button that, you know, some women go, you know, I really love gold buttons. Others are like, "Uh, you know, I don't want it to be gold. Can I, what, what else can I choose? So we just... I give them a selection of other choices that they can sort of 
make something customized. It's such an for amazing themselves. offering. It's so, so, so unique and so special because so many women have so many problems with their body shape and trying to fit it, but you create a whole lifestyle solution around that, which is fantastic. Mm. And you spoke about longevity. So sustainability is huge for you. And like it's, mm. a, it's a buzzword at the moment, which is great. And we should yeah. be talking about sustainability, but you've been sustainable from day one. So what was it in your business model or your planning? Mm. Um, Look, I, the sustainability in fashion, I, I mean, it's that's a we could have a, a separate probably podcast or chat about that. The, the fashion, as you know, has probably been under the spotlight for a really long time when it comes to being sustainable or non-sustainable. When you start to scratch the surface and sort of do the statistics around it, because um, the fashion industry is like I think the worldwide the biggest polluter. When we talk about polluter, we're really talking about landfill and tons mm-hmm. and tons of fabrics and going into landfill so that that's sort of the beginning as to how the fashion industry came in under the spotlight um as a designer myself what I try to do and there's a lot of touch points a number of years ago the industry spoke very highly about fabrication um and and in, with that model they were saying we're using cottons and we're using um natural fibers therefore we're sustainable and I think that that sort of track or that modus of thinking is very, very outdated now. Really sustainability when you think about it, it's just coming back to landfill and consumption um, because you can talk about how cottons are produced and whether or not they're good for the environment or bad for the environment. It's really about how much we're consuming, how much we're thro- how much waste we're throwing away. So as a designer myself, um, the made to order or the one by one to a client, obviously there's no, nothing going into landfill there. Also, when I do produce a garment here in Australia, I'm only, when I say boutique, I'm looking at producing anywhere between 30 to 50 units per style as opposed to, I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands for some yeah. of the big department stores. And then a lot of that, that doesn't reach the consumer because their model is every two two weeks, they're putting new stuff into a department store that, those tags are getting snipped and that's all going into landfill. That's the quickest way of getting rid of it as opposed to sending it off to third world countries. So I produce minimum runs. I always look where possible with 80 to 90% of the collection really to use natural fibres. But if when anyone comes to me or sort of comes to an event that I host, I'm very strong advocate for less is more and minimalism. So it's about looking in the woman's wardrobe and you would know yourself when you've gone into and they've got all these clothes. They say they have nothing to wear <laughs> and most of it's not being worn. Yeah. So so I host events and when I talk about sustainability without getting too nitty-gritty about the fabrics and, you know, it's really about what have you got in the wardrobe, what are you wearing, and with those pieces, are they well made? Are the fabrics beautiful? Do you see yourself having them again in 5, 10 or 15 years' time? Or are they a piece that you've bought from a particular store, you've washed it once, it looks like a fur ball, and you wouldn't be seen dead in it again in public and then it goes into the bin? I love that. I love that you just have such a strong philosophy behind your design. I think it's just, and you always have done, you know, it's not something that's just happened in your collection. You've always, you started off like that, which is fantastic. And Sarah, you were talking about your events. 
which we've done together a lot, which is really fun. So tell the listeners about your events and how they can get to one of your events because there are sort of not to be missed champagne and cheese on the go as well. (laughs) So it's always, it's to date, Libby, as you and I, it it had been run by word of mouth, but I do actually have an events page on my website um, and we'll talk about obviously the website later on. So they're listed on there. You can jump onto the website and register a seat for the next event. The next event for me will be in September where I'll be hosting spring, summer. And obviously I showcase pieces on models and then also use a bit of, you know, my background as a stylist when I do show a piece is like how many ways can this particular piece be worn and for what, and for what occasions. Um, and so you get to see that, you know, on a model showcased, and then obviously after an event, I invite women if they want to come in and book in for a one-on-one or they might see a piece that is just direct on the website where they can jump on the website and um, buy that. But at the event, as I said, aside from um, showcasing product, for me, it really is heavily about sharing that philosophy for women about investing in pieces that make them feel amazing, but really about um that sounds strange to say buying less as a businesswoman because everyone, you know, they want people to consume, consume. And I'm there saying, don't buy or <laughs> when you do buy, buy those pieces that make you feel amazing. Um, but invest into yourself, invest in quality or, or invest into things that you see long term. And I've always said that whether it's white goods, furniture, no matter what it is, um, spend the money on something you love, spend the money on something you see yourself having long-term. You also know it's going to be good for the environment. It's not going to be on your, you know, at the, the council clean up out the front of your house in six months' time. So the philosophy for me just even beyond fashion is really just a lifestyle thing that I've adopted and I'm very passionate about. I think that's so good. And the events are really fabulous because, you know, I'm such a believer in connection, as we all know, and I love that opportunity for your clients or new yep. clients as well to come and connect with yep. you, the person behind the brand, because there's you've got such a fabulous yep. story and and you get to share yep. all your collections and the philosophy behind the collection. So here's a yep. big question for you. What do you yep. think the biggest challenges are for women when it comes to daily dressing? I look, we all know Libby, women are busy. They just need to get out the door. It's always it's always been about they want it they want to look good, they want to look well put together. Some women are, you know, wrangling children and toddlers, some out, but they've got to get out the door. They've, it's gotta be easy. They've got to feel confident. Um, they're the key things. Now some people are really not gonna like what I say next, but I'm gonna use it this word anyway, Libby. Uniform. Some people think that uniform or the concept of a uniform sort of strips away any individuality from the person. The way that I look at a uniform or when I meet a woman is something, a uniform unique to them. So there's a handful of people. Again, I go, we look at the body shape. There's no way when a woman comes to me, I go, this is in fashion. We're going to throw this on you, you know, wear this big blousey boho skirt that's going to make you look five times bigger than what you are. Like never been, but so it's looking at a handful of key shapes and choosing a, you know, I I guess you have what you might call a base color and it could be olive, it could be black, it could be bone, it could be navy. More often than not, our, our, what I would call uniforms, not going to be entirely bright pink unless that's your brand color for your business. So we just look at very basic, simple shapes and I'm right. These are going to, you're going to have these for the next year or two years. 
And then like all good stylists, you punch in accessories or a, a bright blouse or something that goes with it. But I, I like to think of, yeah, putting together a uniform. So in the morning or that Monday to Friday, I mean, a lot of women now, they're lucky. They've probably got two relaxed, more relaxed days at home, which, you know, um, I think still think it's nice to be elevated when you're working from home or dressed to a certain degree. But those days that you're going into the office, you don't want to think about it. And it's also, this is another thing I share with clients when they come to see me, I'll ask them straight up, how are you with washing or dry cleaning? How rough are you with your clothes? Because there's no, look, everyone's different, you know, with their clothes, there's no way I'll put a very high-end, high-care fabric onto a woman who has no time, is never going to go to the dry cleaner, doesn't iron. You know how many times I've heard women say, I don't iron, Sarah? And, and that either means that means two things, Libby. They either someone irons for them, or they wear scrunched up clothes. Eek. One or the other, right? So um, we know what we think but, about that. So for women on the go, it's that. As I said, it's not like it's it's a it's that it's those go to pieces that they know. Yep. Monday, they're all done, and then you, as I said, you would know you bring in a highlight or change the blouse or look at the accessories or the shoes to update it, but you. The end of women, they don't want to think about it. It's got to be no, there. It's got to be done. Isn't that a funny thing? You know, time is the biggest enemy for all of us. And as you were saying, you know, you're wrangling children, you're doing this, you're trying to get your yeah. career going, you're doing whatever it is that you've got to do. And for some reason, as women, we put ourselves last. And that means that mm. you know, we're not looking at our personal brand and how we're we're reflecting ourselves in the eyes of others by what we wear. And it's mm. really important. And I, you know, I'll often say with a client, it'll take literally two hours and you'll have your whole wardrobe done for the whole season and then you've yep. got your uniform ready on a daily basis you'll yep. look fabulous you'll feel fabulous you'll be confident you'll be more successful happier everything's mm. more fantastic just by investing two hours in yourself I think yep. it's really important yep. and so okay so it, my favorite piece in your collection is my beautiful jacket that I've just ordered another one <laughs> Is, what's it, is, it the, is mine the Duchess one? Now, yours is the Duchess of Cambridge, long oh line. God, and, I love um, that's probably That's probably the best, my best-selling blazer. And a lot of the long line blocks are just variations of that, whether it be a button change or a collar change. But um, the blazer, obviously, for me, is one of the hero or passion pieces and um, – We'll probably touch on might discuss that later on. But anyone that comes again to an event will see the blazer on the dummy or the variety of styles that I do and the main, I guess, features of, of a Sarah Lloyd blazer as opposed to another blazer off the rack that you oh, might find out there when you're shopping. They are the best. They're the best. And I remember once at an event you were doing and you said, and it really resonated with me of all people, and you said, you know, even when you're going on the plane, put on a jacket, even if you're wearing jeans and T-shirts, wear a jacket because you'll just elevate your look. And I thought, yes, I will. And I've all worn yes. my white, and it's a white jacket as well, my jacket. Yes. And I have worn well, that's- it. I love it. Absolutely love it. So what do you think are the top yeah. three things that we need to have in our wardrobes? Let's talk. Thanks for mentioning. Okay. Well, I'm going to, everyone says I'm going to be biased. It is for me personally is the hero piece. It, number one would be a blazer. And because I feel like it pulls everything together. 
that's um, so whether true. that's a dress or like a t-shirt or jeans it just because it's got the tailoring and the structure to it you mm. can throw it on on top of you know I mean, I dare I say there's anything even a Saturday morning to go and grab and get the coffee you might have your should I say the word tracksuit or well, okay you might have a tracksuit pant at least underneath. And I, I, well there's probably more elevated words for it I um <laughs> bought my first pair it sounds silly to say I bought my first pair of track pants six or seven years ago and my boys referred to them as my angry pants which why like, mum because I loathed truck pants and when I I and I succumbed them and purchased a pair because I had to I don't know if I was taking the boys to football or soccer I was like right I mean it's a story for another time but they yeah they were like oh mum's because she didn't like wearing them but anyway that's a long story. I probably now love a tracksuit pant, everyone, when you're at home, getting comfortable. Yes, my angry pants. So even with your angry pants, you can throw a blazer on top and feel elevated. And if not a blazer, the other one that I really do love um, is a trench coat. I think it does. It serves the same purpose if you're putting something on and it's just pulling everything together. So that would yeah. be my, my number one Libby. And what about um, like your pants in your collection? What would be your go-to? Because you do a skinny pant and a. Um, I, I've kept, um, yeah, look, I've kept it really simple in the pants. I'm like slim and tapered. Um, yeah. So that's sort of a, more of a cigarette pant. Or there's a wide leg pant. The, the third one, which is a little more um, adventurous, is the flare pant. So one, two, and three. And with the pan deliberately for me, Libby, and I talk to clients as I keep it very flush and uh, flat at the front, don't like any extra bulk. More often than not, when it is flush on the front, there won't be the addition of the pocket unless you ask me to because I don't like the pocket lining showing through, all these little things you find out about about my designs when you come to an event. Yes. But I keep those shapes really classic because I'm thinking, again, longevity, like the slim pant, for me, I think I've designed it for five years. It hasn't changed one bit except for it's gone from having a cuff to an option of having a small side split. And that's it. It really it is a perfect plant, isn't it? It really is. Yep. And, I, you know, one of my bugbears with trousers when I'm styling a client is that they just, you know, if you've got someone who's got um, who's maybe an apple or a pear shape and they've got a gap between the back of their waistband because they've got to fill out in the hips a bit more and they don't get the trousers tailored, by coming into mm. you, you can get them tailored to fit your body shape and tailoring is absolutely the key. So to be offered, mm-hmm. you just have three styles of pants, so you don't have to make a big decision about that. In fact, probably... We all need one of each, but the ability to have it tailored with you on the spot is just such a unique and fantastic proposition. uh, Libby, the pant, when you say about tailoring, more often than not, most women can come in and throw on a blazer that fits their shoulders. They may or may not want it done up through the centre. The pant is the number one. More often than not, I get women, they'll be like, they might be, say, a, a 14 waist and they'll be a, little 10 leg does that make sense so then we go to look to buy the 14 pant and the it's fitting around the waist but it's swimming in the legs and it's gaping everywhere else and they're like oh the pants can never fit so I have to say that for myself personally as a designer is my number one um custom made piece it's a slim pant what a great it's just as soon as women find that opportunity for them to shop Mm -hmm. like that they'll never leave you (laughs) why would they why That's why I told you earlier on. If you haven't seen, you haven't seen me online. It's because I've been too busy. 
Yeah, I know. I know studio. we've got to get you online, but you're so busy, so it's fantastic. That's I will. I will. I'm going to get. Uh, I'm going to be on. Well, here I am talking to you now. That's part of being <laughs> so, online, right? We'll get there. Absolutely. So, Sarah, just a quick question. Um, you know, we also, as I said earlier, we share that common goal about building confidence in women. Mm. What do you think the correlation is between confidence and what we wear? I think it really just sets a mood or a tone. Um, you know yourself when you're putting women in a particular piece and they may walk out of a change room. You can just see their whole countenance and themselves change when they're in something that fits them and it makes them feel confident or elevated. You see they're smiling. They're like, oh, you know, I love this. Like, they, It's almost like a burst of energy. I'm calling it like they're energised with yeah. confidence. And when you've got energy... Like we all know, you can get on with your day. You can actually do more, achieve more when you're feeling better about yourself. I think it all comes back to mood. Um, there's particular colours and things for me that I'm like, oh, I don't really lean towards those because of how it makes me feel a certain way. Like I don't feel confident in that or that style doesn't suit me or I feel big in that. When you're feeling like that, you're more inclined, I think, to want to shy away or hide away. And if you've been invited to a social engagement or whether it's a work thing, if you're not feeling your best, you're not inclined to go out there and go, hi, I'm Libby, shake someone's hand, this is what I do. You'll be thinking, oh, maybe I'm not enough or oh, maybe I don't want to be noticed today. But when, you know, you got a woman, whether it be a red power suit or a, whatever it is where they're going, wow, I actually feel really good. I think it's a mood thing and I think it just shifts people into a different gear. That's oh, that's so what true. I see. Absolutely. And allows women to step up and be as confident and as fabulous as they really, really are. Because as women, we are fabulous and confident, but it's just sometimes yeah. we lose ourselves in the busyness of life. And I think, you know, and adding that jacket, Sarah, pop the jacket on the way you go and you feel absolutely fantastic. Um, and I love that. And the amount of times I have actually been brought to tears in the in the fitting room when I've been styling a client has been I, I couldn't count them actually because that feeling that they get and the look they get on their faces when you're thinking when you know they're happy and they feel yeah. like the brand new version of them it's like you just that yeah. just is the most fantastic feeling yeah. in the world. Well that I was going to say that's what I love to see as a designer I've worked for other designers um as well and I, I think I'm very fortunate because I've got contact with my customer again which is huge because it feeds into everything I do as a designer because I've got that one-on-one um a lot of designers and people in business don't they're, they're not as fortunate I guess as I am to have that um direct feedback from the client or to see them when they I know instantly when someone I mean I always push as you do as I push people to try on different shapes and to experiment yeah you know maybe step outside their comfort zone but you know straight away the second that they walk out how they feel um oh, and generally so you know when, when and when they're feeling amazing and sometimes if I'm doing a pant fitting I get into sight try on the generic say it's a 12 or 14 I'm like wait till I pin it wait till I tailor it <laughs> I know it's going to be swimming in the legs just wait a minute and then they'll go oh I, I see I see what you mean and and that's with a lot of clothing I mean as, again because we're not one size fits all you'd know woman comes out if she's short it's like we need to have that dress or that skirt hem to here and then it's going to be perfect exactly. but a lot of the time the you know the the and that's why you in employer styles is your average woman they may not not know that 
you've got to move the sleeve up here. You've got to move this length to here. If we nip it in there, it'll be amazing for you. Whereas if they're on their own without a stylus, they might walk away from that piece that could be perfect for them with a little bit of, you know, tailoring. Yeah, and I think that you've you've raised a really good point. And I think that's, I think it's very sad in some aspects that, you know, women, yes, we can dress ourselves every day, but are we doing it effectively? And are we strategic about it? And is it building our confidence or is it bringing us down? And boy, we need some bringing, you know, bringing up. And you're quite right to be able to shift the look of a garment just with a raise of a hem or a moving of a button or any of those things. But you need the expertise to do it. And, well, and that's that's probably where someone like yourself, Libby, comes and in, you. and that's why I think of proof. Yeah, well, when they come to me, as I say, I I combine those two elements. Very simple, like even with a a blazer length, the difference between having it sort of sit somewhere lo- longer on the hand or a little bit up towards the wrist bone is it sounds stupid. It's a world of difference on, on how the overall garment look, looks. And so when someone comes in, I'm like, okay, what's your arm measurement? Traditionally, it should come here. If we want to make you slimmer, we can pull it up to here. There's all yeah. those, I mean, there's, it sounds strange to say there's a little bit of a science to it, but once you educate your client and they, they get to have better awareness, understanding of their body shape and what actually suits them, then they can sort of go off on their own and they've got maybe the confidence to go, yes, that's, you know, that's going to be for me. Maybe that one's not for me, et cetera. No. But um, getting help, getting help if you don't naturally have that built in when you're dressing, um, I always say to, you know, women come to me and say, you know, see a style. So you don't have to see the styles every single time you shop, but, you know, when you're doing a refresh or an update, but definitely they can give you some, some people like yourself, some great truths on your body shape as to what is going to make you feel elevated to help exactly. you. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, I just, yeah, I think what you do is so fantastic. So before we just get on to what's coming up in your latest collection, tell me about your, um, you know, your desire to continue to manufacture in Australia, which I love. Um, yeah, so that, look, the, the Australian made, I think if I go way back, Libby, my father um, was a school teacher and he taught economics and commerce before he went on to study law and he's still practising in the law profession. But growing up, it was must have been drilled into my siblings and I and the whole family was Australian made, Australian made, got to support Australian made. Every time we would shop or dad would buy clothing, no matter what it was, he would turn the collar and, you know, just really to check where this piece was being made and he wouldn't buy something unless it was made in Australia. And the poor guy now probably can't buy anything because we don't (laughs) manufacture or produce anything Um, here at all. So I think on a really deep sort of seated some unconscious level that has stayed with me and obviously I've worked with other designers before stepping out of my own that are also um support Australian made so that I mean that's one aspect of it but really another one is obviously you know we're employing people here and as a designer you're a little bit more hands-on with the garment but more for myself now my thoughts are any of the students or people going through um design school or TAFE our industry now is just gone to nothing like anyone looking for a maker it's like um snatch and grab a maker if you can in australia nearly nearly impossible Mm. but if you're grassroots and you're starting out you really to have um a local maker be able to go down to where red marrickville or wherever it is that your maker take a garment have a conversation get that understanding and do a small run or have a sample made locally is um 
I just think it, we need that here. We need that in Australia. We need we that for, for people starting out or people that want to have a go or that want to be creative as opposed to, oh, God, I'd, I'd like to get a T-shirt made, but what? I've got to go overseas to have that done and, and then I have to commit to, you know, Hundreds huge quantities yeah. for that to be done as opposed to within the industry going, you know what, I, I had this idea about doing some pyjamas and they could go and do 25 or 50 or have a play or start. We're talking about people starting and establishing businesses. That's why, you know, to have these people, these craftspeople that can, God forbid, who can sew because I don't, I mean, they might teach sewing in school anyway. I I don't know. But um, there's reasons, I mean, another discussion, there's reasons as to why the industry is where it is, but it's um, it's very rare. It's very rare living as a business owner. You know, obviously, even myself, you have to to keep your business going. You have to look abroad and offshore, and it comes down to costings and margins. But for me, it's just, um, I think, important that we have that skill here. I love the sewing skill. You do, your whole yeah. business comes from your heart. I love that. I th- just, I really do. I'm just so oh. impressed by everything you do. It's fantastic. Um, so before we finish off and find out where we can find you, tell us a sneak preview of what's coming up in your latest collection. So I'll be showcasing spring, summer in spring, summer Libby, which will be very early September and the dates will be released next week. If people want to jump on my website and look at to when that will be. Um, you touched on it earlier, but a lot of when people talk about the aesthetic, for me, it always carries on at sort of a classic look. So, again, if someone's wanting to invest in my designs, it's got to be, they've got to be able to see themselves some longevity in the garment. My focus really for spring, summer is polished and refined. They're probably the two words that I would um, Perfect. be looking for be looking towards but really that's going to take shape in fabrication fabrication in design is everything you can go shopping in the westfield tomorrow into david jones and you're going to see the same you're going to go from brand to brand and see exactly the same stuff exactly the same shapes in whatever fabrics but for me if i go to grab a particular shirt i want it to be the finest italian cotton that i've ever felt when i put it on i want to feel like uber elevated even if I'm not jumping on a plane and going to Paris, even if I'm just going down to the park to, with my toddler to pick up an ice cream. And I want to see how we're going to wear that really like crisp Italian shirt back with a pair of jeans and make it so casual, but so refined and so elevated, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm a CEO or whether I'm a mum. So it's going to come down, like my focus is what are these, what are these high end polished pieces that are easy, like the piece that we spoke about that I'm wearing today that no one can I've see. I've just ordered. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's that? And it's like, oh, here I am, very elevated but very casual because you want it to be easy. You want now we should share with the listeners. We should share with the listeners what you actually are wearing because we haven't got podcast TV. Oh, it's this oh awesome. we haven't got podcast. We haven't got podcast TV, but it's an awesome black turtleneck stretch velvet. Long sleeve top. Oh it, my God, dying. It, 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 it could be. Um, so the piece, whilst it's daily, so for the collection, I show how it's worn at night, how it's worn with a suit, how it's worn with jeans, but popping it on, you know, you just feel like it's it feels elevated. The idea, well, you, but it's easy. So, yeah. you know, sometimes when we, we go, like, I, you know, when we're going to a formal, a formal occasion and you talk to girls, it's ours, it's hair, it's makeup, it's this. It's like you, you get the feeling of being dressed up for that ball, that medical, but it's easy and it's every day. 
And you can move and you're comfortable (laughs) and all those fabulous things. I just love it. Well, this one you can definitely move and you can definitely (laughs) eat in this one, Libby. Some pieces, I do be honest with you, I'm like, that one, you're not going to be eating it. This one... (laughs) Eat till the cows come home. Oh, I love it. It's so fantastic. So, Sarah, tell us where, um, you tell us your details on Insta, uh, your website, where we can find you. So, yep. So, www.saralloyd.com.au. So, you can find me online. Um, As you would know, there's a lot. Well, there be a lot of people that come to you. There's a lot more designs in the showroom than there are online. And you can also yeah. jump onto Instagram, which is Sarah Lloyd Australia. Um, on the website, there's a booking page. So you can just jump on and make a, a booking online to come and see me whenever you like. You don't have to wait till an event. Um, so that's all done. Yeah, sort of on email. I'll go yeah. to the website, book an appointment. Um, appointments are Tuesdays to Saturdays. So Sunday, Mondays, no. Um, and for some women who work long hours that email me directly or ask me, I do after hours as well. Mid-week. Wow, what a service. We love this. Australian-made service. <laughs> We're back to the old days. Fantastic. Well, it, oh, yeah, I, I, I guess I'm a little old-fashioned uh, at times. Well, and look at the success of your collection and your business. So that's well, I do want that. I do, aside from speaking, Libya, the, you brought up when we go to the airport, I have mentioned that every time <laughs> a, a woman or a man, we must wear a blazer, even if it's over a Bintang singlet and you're coming from Bali, pop that blazer on. Um, the other thing that you, I, I think of is our grandparents. They had probably five to six outfits and that was it. Um, a lot of them sewed their clothes that we didn't have the department stores. That was a little bit of a luxury when commercial clothing started to come in. Yeah. Uh, so with women's wardrobes, that's sort of more the philosophy. I'm like, even when we're being sustainable, don't be afraid to wear that dress multiple times. Like we've come out of an era where, you know, oh, and no, I bought that dress, can't wear that. Everyone saw me at the wedding in that. Got to do, I don't know what they're going to do with that dress. But it's also really just being comfortable with going yeah I've had this dress for two or three years and I'm planning on having it for another two or three and wearing it and being okay with that yeah absolutely well Sarah thank you so 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 much for your time and I can't wait to bring my clients back in and can't wait to do an event with you in September just letting you know we won't do that (laughs) just under the bus maybe I would love that I've loved always love talking to you we have to probably should have a chat a little bit more often Yes, we should definitely. <laughs> I've loved being, I've loved spending time with you today and the listeners. Well, thank you very, very much. And best of luck with the latest collection. I cannot wait to wear my new velvet turtleneck. Yeehaw! And can't wait. Yippee. And Sarah yeah. Lloyd, thank you so much for spending time with us today on Leading with Style. My pleasure, Libby. Have a great afternoon and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Leading with Style. I'm passionate about supporting women radiate confidence, presence and magnetism through the fabulousness of fashion. Jump on over to the website to see how we can work together through one-on-one styling sessions, virtual styling sessions and corporate style workshops. And while you're there, don't forget to download your free seasonal capsule wardrobe guide and discover how you can create over 30 looks with just 10 items.